Hey, what's up? What's good? Welcome to Showtime Balling, balling all levels. This is our podcast, Let's Get It. Uh, this episode is a part of our Future Athletes Right Now episodes. Uh, and we go one-on-one with CB3, Clifton Bush the Food. Uh, Clifton is an exceptional talent destined for big things within New Zealand. An amazing, great kid with an astounding positive energy, brought on part by the support of his family and with a big mention to his pops, Clifton Bush the Second. <laughs> a lot of interest is around this kid and his story. So... Without further ado, let's go. Now, it's Navy Boys High School, Sky Blue. Kia Junior, what's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. I'm good. I'm great. I'm uh, just living it up. <laughs> hey, thank you for um, taking this time out with us and, you know, just soaking in this atmosphere. And, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, no problem. Thank you for having me. It's, it's awesome. Cool. Um, this was actually this episode. We've probably been talking about it backward and forward for about a month or so. But it actually was a um, request by a number of people on our on our on our social media looking for this interview. So yeah, really good. Oh, that's awesome. Love that. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Sweet man. Let's get into it. Represent where you from? Uh, I'm from Christchurch. Born and raised. Um, I live here in Napier. I got a family in uh, Arkansas, Little Rock and Palm Bluff. You know, love them. Yeah, representing uh, Hawks Bay right now. <laughs> you've been representing Hawks Bay for a while now. Like, um, how long you been in Hawks Bay for? You know, how long you been here? Oh, about maybe nine to ten, eleven, oh, countless years. Really, <laughs> it's probably uh, my favorite place in New Zealand as well. <laughs> hey, sweet. So, um, who was your role models in basketball? Speak about it. Role models, definitely my dad. Dad's my number one role model. Um, apart from him, it'd probably Michael Jordan, Russell Westbrook, Allen Iverson. Uh, just a bunch of those NBA players, you know, I looked up to them as a kid. Still look, look up to them now as well. Mm. And uh, here in New Zealand, I looked up to JK, uh, Jerry Kenny, Ethan Rusbatch. And uh, this year I've looked up to Brandon Bowman and EJ Singler. You know, they're, they're awesome people, awesome on the court and off the court. Sweet. So, yeah, man, I, I know Clifton Butcher's second. He's the man. Pros, man, he is the man. He's a good guy, and he's um, fills up a lot of energy whenever he walks or wherever he goes. Um, so yeah, man. So was that, you know, how was it to have like dad, you know, seeing him in accomplishments throughout his career? How do you feel about that? Oh, as a kid, you no, know, seeing my dad ball out, you know, talking a little bit of smack here and there. Yeah. Not even a little bit, talking a lot of smack here and there. <laughs> uh, it was it was great, and you know, there definitely definitely um, made a pathway for me to becoming a basketball player I am now. Yeah, he's, shout out to Clifton Bush a second. I know he's definitely going to blow this up, man. I love you, Bushy, for sure. Hey, um, let's talk about what got you besides, obviously, the, the obvious with Dad. What got you into basketball? Where did it start? It started as a little kid, you know, touching a ball, uh, shooting a hoop, you know, making some buckets. Uh, just love that feeling, the way the, the ball felt around my hands, the way I put my shots up, you know, training with um, good people, the people on and off the court. Uh, yeah, it, was, it just started off young, shooting, shooting some hoops. Yeah, so how young is young? We're we talking from from day dot, from birth, or what? From day dot, day dot, <laughs> for real though. Yeah. So um, we trailing dad and whatever he was, um, whatever organisation he was with. Yeah, definitely trailing. Um, when we went to Iceland. He, uh, definitely, I wanted to be just like that, like be just travel the world playing basketball. And just, yeah from there sweet so Iceland um, what must have been a good culture shock for you must have been a bit different but um, yeah how was it over there wow it's it hard to remember but it was definitely definitely an experience you know saying Iceland pretty much 
green though. Like <laughs> it was definitely cold, definitely snowed a lot, but yeah, it was great. It was pretty awesome. Nice. Okay, so let's go through for your schooling ages, pretty much from where you can remember all the way up to now. Primary school, um, year three is when I started playing because uh, that's when we put in a team. Won a few, about six or so championships. Primary school, year three, four, five, and six. Um, that was that's where it all started. That's where it all kicked off. Realized I could actually do something with the sport. You know, like. Year six, going into my last year of primary school, facing off Yuching and Adam and a brand new school. Mm. You know, shout out to Porta Hudidi. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, it was it was pretty good. You know, yeah, yeah it was awesome. Some good times, right? And um, I remember you going to like those um, those Hawks camps with you, uh, the, the holiday camps, mm. uh, just seeing you express yourself, uh, and it's just so cool, man. Good to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hawks camps, I love those camps. I miss those camps. Um, you know, every every time I went to a camp the week, I'd always be super excited just to to get better, to see all the, to see all the good guys and the good coaches. And uh, apparently the best coach award was always be dad, so yeah. that, that was right. That was always good. <laughs> and that's facts too because, and I know we talk about Clifton Bush second, they actually renamed that um, that award yeah, to, right. to his name because no one could absolutely take that off him. And no matter how good or how old it was, it's just, um, you know, like, Seeing that, you know, like how he rapports with different people, you know, the, you know, how different people like to be around him. How do you feel about that? The people around him, you know, the Hawks players, they're just, I'm pretty sure they're there just, you know, just for a bit of, bit of money, but <laughs> that's, that's just them. Yeah. They, they didn't love the kids and all, but uh, dad, uh, he'd do whatever he could to be the best for the young kids, you know. He, uh, he always loves other kids like he loves his family. That's that's awesome. Yeah, so um, I remember how competitive you, man. I remember you over time. There was like there was a little bit of competition, like testing, like at the top of the camps and that sort of stuff. What's uh, what's the competitive mode for you? Oh, I don't want to lose at all, no matter what it is. I always want to win. I got that winning mentality, you know. Even if it's like something small, like uh, you know that shooting drill we always did. Uh, each spot was a point or so. I never want to lose that. Never ever. <laughs> if I did, I'd sit by myself think about how am I going to, what am I going to do next time what am I going to do to beat the next person you know like it was it got, it got that hard <laughs> <laughs> so competing back in your like when you were younger was there anyone like you would say man I'm trying to trying to catch that person or I'm trying to you know compete harder against at the time it was always Luttrell Luttrell Archeon you know he was he was the man back back in the day still yeah. is the man now as well still doing his thing but um, back then it was always man this, this guy like I want to be better than him. I want to be. I want to get to his level because right now he was beating me in everything and everything. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> this kid's awesome." <laughs> yeah. So we talk about Latrell Archiong, and a lot of people don't understand that you know he's he's chosen rugby first, but he is a legit baller, right? Yeah, he's a baller, baller. Like I remember under 13s, I don't know what was going on. I think I was nine. He took me under his wing, showed me the ropes, and you know, helped me out, helped me make the team. Like, that was awesome, and now he's balling out still here in Hawke's Bay. He's playing playing rugby like a god, apparently, I've heard, so that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Sweet, man. Uh, let's talk about high school at the moment, Napier Boys, Sky Blue. Um, yeah, man, let's talk about how things are going from... Actually, let's go back. Let's rewind it back to when you first got here, okay, to when you were a junior. Uh, and junior. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you didn't actually make the A-team straight away, did you? No, I was, I was uh, selected for the B-team. And uh, I didn't, didn't start for the B team either. 
<laughs> so, how do you feel about that? That hurt. That hurt a lot. Because going into high school, I was very confident. Um, I know I wasn't the biggest at the time. I may have made it look the biggest because I was pretty chubby back then, but mm. that's that. Um, you know, it hurt, it hurt the confidence a little bit. Yeah. yeah, because rewind that because I remember it back then when I was helping you with your coaching too. Is that yeah, you with a little bit of weight that was there. You had a little bit of issue with um with injuries, right? Mm, yeah. The knees, yeah. Speak of that. The knees with growing pains would always put me down. Like I, I never thought I'd get better because each day I'd just start aching and aching and aching. And yeah, that sucked a mm. lot. Yeah, so for those out there that didn't understand that struggle, they wouldn't have known that that that, that was there, and that yeah, you were a bit overweight, a little bit chubby. And yeah. I'm gonna be honest, we're gonna be good about this. We're, we're good, yeah, yeah. but um, and sometimes you, you look back at that and go, wow, where'd they go? Yes, yes. <laughs> like now I'm skinny as heck. Like everyone's telling me I need to put some weight on. Yeah. Uh, back then, I, I, people were telling me to put some weight off. Like, yeah, that, that's pretty. Pretty crazy, you know. Everything, a lot of things has changed. I've grown heaps, like a lot. I've grown a lot. Mm. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, for the mindset, you know, like you said, you're struggling a little bit just to get the mental mind forward about that. Oh man, am I ever going to be able to do what I know I can do? Mm. Was that? Um, did you keep the faith and belief that you can find that you'll get there someday? I always had that faith, yeah. Um, especially with dad and mum by my side, sister there as well. A lot of heaps of good people around me, you know. It was always, never thought I'd be able to just just quit. I knew I had to keep going, I need to go push through it. And um, having, having Dad by my side saying, son, you'll be all right, saying, we'll get, these, we'll get this stuff finished, we'll get this, we'll keep, we'll keep going through it, you know, that was awesome. That was, it was always great, yeah. It's great to have that good support system. Okay, so now let's talk about when you actually made that, um, that junior A and then pretty much took it from there, right? Yeah, uh, year 10. Made junior A, um, a lot of a lot of good people there. Two people that left us, Taz and Talmadge. Um, but yeah, from junior A, just that put my confidence way back up. Even though I didn't start for junior A, I was I was always sitting on the bench, you know, help, helping the team, you know, talking up. And when I got on, I tried to prove myself. But you know, confidence rose from there. Okay, sweet. So um, now. The growth spurt, and I remember when it was kind of happening, because we went over to we went over to America for our IOE. We went over to Utah. I don't know if you sniffed that um, that American air. We went home, but then after that, you started sprouting up. Oh, you could notice it actually during the trip. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember going going to the states. I was shorter than my sister by quite a lot. Uh, then over, I think it was two to three weeks um, during a one week period, I went back home to Arkansas. And I just slept and slept and slept. And then the next week after that, Maria comes along, my sister. I'm about a, a whole head taller than her. And she, we were both freaking out. We didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, that, that was bizarre. Like I said again, I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time you came back, I was like, dude, you got a yeah. taller man. Like, it, was, it was weird. It was bizarre. But like, maybe it was that American experience that being home, you know, where your roots lie, yeah. that it actually just, you know, just it helped. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely helped me, definitely. <laughs> so when you went over to America, got a photo of it eh, with, uh, with Mallow. Oh, Mallow. Yeah, so how did that, how did that happen? Like, you saw Mallow Ball walking around and say, man, can I get a pick or what? So I've been watching Mallow for a very long time before we went to the States. I was like, man, this, this kid's going to be good. Then when he saw him in the States, I saw him playing some ball, game finished. 
I was like, <laughs> I was starstruck. I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, damn, he's walking off. I need to get a photo. And then Polter, Polter Senior, you know, coming along and says, Junior, go run after him. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't, I can't. And he goes, Junior, run after him. <laughs> I sprinted after him. I was like, Mallow, Mallow, can I get a photo? And like, we got a photo. He, uh, he told me a quote that I'll never forget. It was, uh, just keep working. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Never forget that ever. Yeah, so was he good about it? Uh, yeah, it was real good. Yeah. It was real good. Because it would have been a weird thing, eh? Like, you would have came up and go, nah, man, I ain't doing no photo, bro. <laughs> yeah. no, he, he was probably tripping out like that. He was just a little kid. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. But, hey, props to him. He's, uh, a lot of people have their perception about him. Mm. Uh, but those are kind of kind of a different for you now, eh? When you see it from back then to then when he took that photo, he was quite good about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, no he's just taking photos left, right, and seemed like, yeah. yeah. Well... He is. He's been coming up in the Australian League next year. Well, well, next season. We'll see. That's yet to be seen. Okay, so let's get into it. Currently now with uh, Napier Boys High School, um, what you're competing with uh, for the senior team? What's going on? Senior team, you know, we've we got a lot of things to work on, but I feel like we're definitely a top contender for um, this year's uh, nationals. Um, we're definitely trying to look to go to back to back to back at this Prems. It's a regional tournament. Um, that's one of our goals. Uh, but yeah, we're definitely definitely looking forward to what's coming up. We've got Super 8 coming up soon. We want to take that out. We came short last year at Palmy, which was a bummer. Mm. A real stunk. But um, <laughs> yeah. That's what it is, eh? Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So uh, Coach D and Coach Bug, speak about them. They are the best people, the best coaches, the best, just the, the best. Are you reasonable, man? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Um, They've been here forever. They've done a lot for me, done way too much for me, you know. Always had that faith. Uh, last year, I'm pretty sure they, they weren't going to pick me for senior A. But, um, yeah, they, they, saw, uh, they saw talent in me, so they picked me. And, yeah, that was, that was awesome. They're family, man, like, to be honest. Yeah, they do. They, uh, they call it how it is. They're quite honest, quite brutally honest at times. But they give a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy, um, not just for the love of the of the game, but for love of the school and love of the boys, and to seeing kids get better. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely, definitely brutally honest. Mm. You know, um, but yeah, they couldn't ask for anything more. You know, they're, they're great coaches and great people. So that's it. Okay. Sweet, uh, take us behind um, the sky blue Napier boys, the culture. Um, how are the boys? How is everything here? Competitive wise, what's training's like? I know what it's like, but what's take us a little bit through that. Damn, training is competitive, like for real competitive. We always talking trash with each other, you know, trying to make each other better. Um, the the brothers, you know, we got a Scarlet brothers for a reason. We're all one big family. Uh, we can always trust each other, one another, you know, on the court and off the court. Um, yeah, we're just sticking together as as one. Okay, let's go into um, into the Hawks uh, NBL this year. It was your first time, and for those who do know you, and we know from way back then, to that chubby kid that was on <laughs> that was uh, waving that towel around in the middle of the of the of the you know of the arena, uh, trying to dance battle off hockey. Uh, you know, man, just what was it like to actually say, man, you're getting you're on the roster, you're a part of the team, and man, how did that feel? That felt amazing, you know. Coach Zico gave me an opportunity of a lifetime to to actually be on the roster of the Hawks, you know. Mm. As a 16-year-old, that's like... I'm, I've never seen it. Not yeah. for a while. Not for a long time. 
yeah, so that was really, really amazing. Props to him. How did it feel actually to say at a 16-year-old kid that you, um, you're a professional? Wow. You know, I get, I get um, a whole bunch of stuff from school, you know, all the boys talking about it. Uh, it's, it was really unbelievable, you know, like finally all the work that I've been putting in, you know, finally seems to pay off a little while or a little bit. Hmm. You know, just saying that I'm 16 and in the NBL was pretty shocking to me and shocking the others as well. Hmm. So take us behind the scenes behind that environment like what's the what's the trainings like what's the um, what's the guys like are they are they I, I wouldn't think they'll give you any leeway whatsoever they'll, they'll probably beat you down if they had the opportunity right yes definitely they're definitely beating me down and uh, definitely Ethan Rusbatch you know one of one of the great Hawks he definitely beats me down but I love that for him he loves that um, you know he's trying to make me better because um, he wants me he wants me to he wants me to peak early he wants me to you know Become great. Uh, I love him for that. Like he's, it's awesome. Um, definitely, I was I was a big. I was five to four. <laughs> yeah, that was tough for me. And going up against D, uh, DJ and, and Brandon. Yeah, like that bully me. Like for real, bully me. And that that was that was. It was good for me, good learning experience, and it was also fun. So, <laughs> okay, let's talk about the um, the Stephen Adams Invitational Camp. Uh, it was great to see the on social media. I think they did a great job of promoting it uh, and actually bringing everyone along the trip as well. But there was quite a lot of things that you yeah, know, if you weren't at the camp, you wouldn't have seen. So, yeah, man, to speak about, how did you get invited into this? Uh, I got invited for just balling out on the court. I think some uh, some people from different teams are just saying, "Oh, yeah, this guy's." This guy deserves to be up there, you know, deserves something, you know. And I just, I think just for my leadership, leadership skills in the Hawks Bay, you know, rep definitely, definitely helped me push, push me towards the Invitational. So that's good. So day one when you went there, did you know quite a lot of the guys there? Or do you know much of the, well, the guys and the girls there, did you know much of them? Uh, I know a lot of them. A lot of them from past camps, like NZ camps, and uh, just seeing them around in tournaments. Yeah, I knew some people, but not as much as I knew, like my good friends over there. Mm. We surprised that much of them who didn't know, you didn't know that knew you? Yeah, a couple of them knew me that I didn't know who they were. That was, that was kind of funny, but yeah, got to know them a little bit more. Okay, so day one, going there to the camp, what was your expectations? Were like, did it exceed your expectations? Oh, definitely, definitely exceeded my expectations, you know. Um, going to the camp... You know, everything's already done. I had shoes, had a uniform on my bed already. And I was like, wow, this, this is going to be an exciting week. This is going to be great. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like everything looked like it was all taken care of, uh, like from even from food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The food was delicious, you know. <laughs> it was very good. I love that. Okay, so let's talk about it. Trainings uh, from what time were you starting to what time you were finishing? I think the start was around 8.30. Uh, finishing was about, I want to say, 10.30. And then we had a break, we had a lecture, or someone would come in and say something. Then uh, we had another training in the afternoon, probably around 3 to 5.30 or maybe later. Hmm. So, the man himself, Tipane, the stash. Uh, <laughs> so, what was he like? He was, he's your typical Māori, eh? He's like... <laughs> Such a crack up. He's always wearing the, the camo jacket, which I love. Mm. You know, uh, always making himself comfortable with with the kids, with the coaches. 
you know, cracking jokes here and there. Everyone's having a laugh. Like you could talk to him about the OKC, you know, Russell Westbrook and everything. Mm. He just, so what did you say? What did you, well, yo, what did you say? Oh, I was. <laughs> oh, he's wanting privacy now. <laughs> um, I asked him about um, the Russell Westbrook trade, and he goes, "Oh, shucks, you know, they probably left, eh?" And I was like, "Oh, hey, yeah, 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 kind of did." <laughs> and he goes, "So did PG." I was like, "Oh, yeah, he left as well." And he goes, "Ah, it's all going to shambles now, isn't it?" And I was like, "Guys, just cracking them." <laughs> and then I felt kind of awkward because I was like, "Should I ask him if he's going to get traded or not?" Yeah. So I was like, it could have been the next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been. Could have been. Oh, but that, hey, that's cool. When you when you when you look at other NBA stars, he's not the most typically looking NBA star, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so looking from Kazi Rock up in a swan dry and in yeah. sandals, and this um, he's, looks like he's fresh off a hunt. And <laughs> but um, that's so cool to have his. You know, he he doesn't try and change who he is. Yeah, definitely does not try. You know, he's. Sticking to his Kiwi roots, um, still talking a bit of Māori here and there. This was awesome, you know. Coming from the states, you know, I thought his accent would have changed completely, but mm. no, nah, still was like cheer boat, cheer, sub G, you know, <laughs> all, all that. So that's cool. Ah, oh, that's amazing. Uh, shout out to Steve Adams, man. He did a great. This was a great experience to give to our, our athletes, our future athletes, and yeah, man. Like, hey, and let's and let's quickly talk about before we we start propping them. Let's talk about that one-on-one game, bro. Like, it was that was put out through social media. I shared it on our platforms, and I was like, okay, all right then. But you're saying that there's something that's miss- missing here. I'm not going to say much about that. You know, I guess we'll keep that hidden until I find some sources to give me it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I got my buckets, you know. <laughs> yeah, we only saw the, the buckets that he got, uh, the dunk, which, um, and, oh. yeah. Yeah, no, that boy is strong. He is strong. Yeah, it looked like a bit of weight room that was down on that low post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know who he bangs up against. Like, man, I think you're a little bit different from a, like a, uh, like, who's he playing? Like a Lamarcus Aldridge or like a... <laughs> like some big boys over there. Yeah, he's banging and clanging. But um, but when we were watching the one-on-one, he looked like he's trying to get his handle on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now that Russ is gone, now he's going to have to handle the ball now. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, and let's get into the final four weekend uh, that you had to go backwards and forwards from both teams, suiting different suits for different different occasions. So, man, talk about that. Uh, that was definitely tricky. You know, the coaches from the Stephen Emmons came were like, oh, what do you, what do you have to do now? I'm like, oh, I'm suiting up for the Hawks. They're like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, I've got to suit up for a pregame shoot-around. And they're like, Oh, I thought I'd come back for dinner. I'm like, oh, no, nah, I can't. So <laughs> had to order some Uber Eats, you know. Like, it's sometimes a bit like that. But the Final Four, you know, the Hawks, absolutely amazing experience. Like, I never thought I'd see something up close like that, sitting on the bench, you know, the environment. I was just soaking everything up. And going back to the Stephen Adams camp, you know, just chilling with the boys, you know, it was, it was, it was great. Yeah, because, like, you've you got to go backwards and forwards that you had one awesome program that most of the kids aren't, you know, all they're going to be back there and they're like going, what's Junior up to? Like, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, here you are, you're sitting on the bench at a semi-final at um, <laughs> Final Four. Yeah. So that would have been crazy. Definitely crazy. Definitely got some of the boys, you know, going to the stands. I keep looking back at them, seeing if they're looking. And they're looking at me and we're doing this, this hand gestures to each yeah. other. You know, it was funny, it was funny. Yeah. So... Let's go. Let's talk specifically about the Hawks, <clears throat> the um, semi-finals and the finals. What was the thinks? Was was how are you thinking? How are you feeling? Like being amongst the environment? 
the environment, the boys, it's still the same, just like a, a regular season game, you know. Obviously, it was a bit more serious, but they were still cracking jokes in the change rooms for the game, you know. Mm. Still saying all this stuff, talking, talking some crap, you know. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I know it's a tough, tough thing to talk about, but their final, man, like, it's in there, man, it was like, it would have been, it was pretty tough just to see it unfold in their back end of that game. The front end of the game was phenomenal, but, you know, the Saints, man, they did their business and uh, they, got the, they got the chip, but what was it like? You know, I ain't, I'm not going to lie. Uh, first couple of quarters, I was super excited. I was like, damn, I just got carried to a gold medal. Like, we're up <laughs> 21 right now. They were like, damn, this is going to be awesome. Then uh, slowly drifting away. You know, I'm trying to do my part. I'm trying to hide the boys up from the bench, you know, calling out their plays for the scout defense and all that. Mm. Uh, just came up short. It was pretty tough. But, you know, the boys did their work, you know. It was an amazing season. I was very grateful to be a part of that. And, uh, yeah, just... It was awesome. It was too good. End of the day, I think it was a blessing that you got the opportunity to be a part of that environment, and then that's that's uh, that's a priceless um, um, experience to be a part of, right? Oh, definitely, definitely priceless. Like, wow, like for real, you know. Like, I can't really yeah. can't really say anything about it. Because you'll get your awesome. time eventually down the track. Oh, hopefully, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, and then let's finish off with the um, the game, the seven the seven Adams Invitational High School game, mm-hmm. uh, their first play. Was that written up for you, or did you just uh, read? Did you read the defense and just went back door? Uh, the first play was for me to cut back door, but not to get the pass, just to look for it if it was open, set a back screen, and then go up to the, to the top and get the ball. Oh man, who hooked you up with that pass then? Oh, Louis, my boy Louis. You know, he, that was a great he pass. He that needle, man. Yeah, he, like, <laughs> he was talking to me before the game, saying, "Man, if I get this pass, I'm sorry if it's a bad pass." I'm like, "Nah, bro, just chuck it, just feel it." Yeah. And he goes. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm not a very good passer. I was like, bro, you got this. You got this for real. Yeah. Oh, it was definitely a good way to set the, the tone of the game. I was like, and that was just straight up. That was vertical from a standing, from a standing start, <laughs> which was good, man. I uh, had those bunnies at those ups. But, uh, man, oh, there's one thing during that game. I watched it. Man, what was up with that, that high? Uh, <laughs> they came out of, like, it went to the heavens. Oh, shucks. That was, that was a, an oopsie, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he he was throwing me lobs uh, in trainings, and I was I had my bounce then. But throughout the week, you know, all that hard work, my legs slowly died. So <laughs> couldn't really catch that one. Your legs vanished. Um, but at the end of the day, you guys went that yeah, well, didn't get the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that wasn't what the purpose of the of that week of that week was, right? Yeah, yeah, no, nah, doesn't matter about the end result. Still, I'm still upset about the result, but no, it's alright. Yeah, because um, just. You got previewed. You got all the people looking at you. Uh, scouts around the world would have seen that. Uh, was, that's probably the end result, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely about the scouts. You know, the coaches. Yeah, the NZ coach was there. Uh, my NZ coach. You know, just trying to trying to prove a point. You know, it was definitely definitely awesome. Sweet Junior. Hey, thank you for your time, man. <laughs> you got about training. You've Got to go there too now as well. But um, how busy are you at the moment? I'm still really busy. You know. In my off time, I'm still trying to put in work. I want to get better. I want to, especially for the NBL, I want to. I want to get some more minutes. I want to prove my myself. Mm. I want to prove all these these haters wrong. You know, we're saying that I'm sexy. I'm that I'm not supposed to be in the league. Uh, I definitely want to prove them wrong. Because that happens nowadays, right? Like, and it, <laughs> this is pretty much opened up another another topic. Is that because you know 
you've had this sort of success, you've been in these programs, you play for the Hawks, and you've been, you know, advertised and all that sort of stuff, but it's out there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just talk about, like, just the pressure of, you know, of that social pressure. The pressure is, a, for me, there's a lot of pressure because I'm, I'm still young. Mm. Um, but Dad was telling me before the games, for all, all my games, especially the one in Tasmania against uh, the Huskies, was just soak it in, son. Just do your thing and do do what you know you can do. That that, that helped me a lot. You know, I went, went to that game very aggressive. But uh, social social media, social you know, f- like pictures and everything. Yeah, it was, it was quite tough. It was quite tough. I think at the end of the day, with um, you and your, uh, your dad, are you're quite confident within yourself. But at the end of the day, you guys are humble, good people. And I think some people need to remember, be reminded that, that you know, you just want to be a kid. You just want to be you, and you don't need to change for anyone, right? Damn, damn right, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm not changing for nobody. Um, I'm still going to be who I am. Even if I talk a little bit of smack here and there on the court, you know, I'm always going to be your friend off the court. For real, though. Like, yeah, that's just me. No, man, that's that's hundred percent facts for me. I know that, like you, that's how you are, and that's how Dad is. And support needs to be given to people like you. And um, we just need to watch your journey and just um, either admire it or just you know be envious of it. Mm. Cool, man. Hey, don't want to hold you up because I know Coach, Coach Bug and Coach C need you in there to get you ready for um, what's coming next. Mm. But um, Junior CB Free, thank you for me to you. And um, yeah, man. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much, man. You're blessed, bro. I appreciate everything. Mm. Hey, that's full time. Thanks so much for taking the time out with us here to listen to our episode on Showtime Balling, Balling on All Levels, the podcast. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook on Showtime Balling NZ. We cover most aspects on everything basketball. And we're also dropping our apparel and merchandise line soon so you can rock and show your passion and love for ball. Hey, until next time, peace.